gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. Hello, everyone. This is Cash Miller. I'm host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. Today, I've got with me Lindsay Rosenthal, cred.marketing. So it just goes by cred marketing, right? I assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, you are a uh, expert in short form video, specifically like for TikTok and stuff. And that's what we're going to be covering today. Lindsay, it's great to have you on the show. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do exactly, because, you know, from an agency standpoint, you have something that's a little bit different that a lot of ag agencies don't offer. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me on here, Cash. Excited to hop on here, talk about short form video content. We're doing a lot of short form video content for the past two years. And so I have quite the expertise and quite the knowledge base to talk about it. So cred.marketing, what I do is we make a lot of short form video content for companies. How it works is we hop on an hour call with founders, executives, CEOs, ask them a bunch of questions and then turn all those questions into short form videos for LinkedIn, social media, websites. We found that these founders and executives have so much knowledge about their industry in their domain and they're having everyone around them say make short form video content but they just simply don't have the time so credit marketing i we make all the video content for people to kind of get their expertise out and really connect with their clients hmm. well that's great yeah short form video has really been on the rise you know and you know especially when tiktok came along and stuff and now other platforms you know have been copying it so i want to ask you first like you know because there's multiple platforms using it what are some of the best ones you know, as far as the way it's getting done, you know, because there's, you know, essentially the other large platforms have been copying it. But what have you seen, like the differences between them? Who's doing it a little bit better, you know, you know, from that standpoint? Yeah, so obviously we all know TikTok. TikTok was kind of like the mastermind of it all. They've really made it like super popular and kind of made it more mainstream. Obviously off of TikTok, we've had like the Instagram shorts and we've had We've had the YouTube, the YouTube short videos as well, and those have done really well. Mm -hmm. I actually do a lot of my short-term video content on LinkedIn, which is kind of a whole nother place that hasn't been as pushed as, as much short-term video content. Mm -hmm. But for the people I work with, it's been more businesses, a lot of B2B businesses. We've done a lot of short-term video on LinkedIn. So I just think mm -hmm. short-term video as a whole is a type of media that's really becoming more popular across every platform because it kind of just reasons the way that us humans are starting to enjoy our content. So whether that's TikTok, whether that's Instagram, whether that's LinkedIn, it's kind of like a type of media that's been popular across all platforms. Yeah, it's, they say, yeah, it's, it's definitely a moved from platform to platform. It's interesting that you're using it for LinkedIn because you haven't seen as much there. Yeah, it's like YouTube's really taking advantage of it. You know, seeing a lot of that stuff in there. And of course, they've mixed in with the algorithm to give you other short form videos and stuff, you know, um, relevant to what you're watching and whatnot. Uh, how should businesses really be taking it? So what? I guess what's the opportunity first for businesses to take advantage of short form, you know, because of the different platforms and such, you know, so what is the opportunity? And, you know, then we'll get into like, you know, how do you start taking advantage of it? You know, how would you go about it? Yeah, I think when it comes to businesses, in the past, we always had newspapers, billboards, ads on blogs. So it was very like stationary, very mm -hmm. not connected to the client and connected to the customer as much. But now with short form video content, it's really like pumped up, like 
the authenticity and the ability to really connect with your people. And I think over the years, short form video content has gotten so much more popular. We think of like COVID, everyone's online, mm-hmm. spending exponentially more time online, you know, conversely with like their attention span decreasing even more. Yeah. And then everything's being filmed online too. We have so, 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 so much content. So I think we're starting to becoming short form video content really spiked. And so I feel like with businesses, being able to kind of move into short form video content allows them to kind of be more, you know, authentic, really kind of place themselves into the shoes of their customers and kind of become someone that's almost like a friend on social media versus someone that's mm-hmm. kind of talking at them and as much to the business, because that's one thing we've really learned over the past couple of years that businesses that can be really authentic and kind of connect with their consumer are the ones that will be the ones landing clients, landing customers and stuff. So I think that authentic side is really where businesses are starting to kind of capitalize on short form video content. Well, I think also, you know, technology has changed a lot, especially over like the last decade. So, you know, traditionally we're used to 30 second commercials and things like that. Yeah. And that's been around forever, but because of technology changing, like we do a lot of video production and stuff and you don't need $20,000 setups and things like that anymore to, you know, to get good quality video of any sort. Like I say, you can pull out your iPhone or your your galaxy or whatever, and you can do something that's of decent quality you know, to be able to use. So a lot of people, you know, with cameras, you know, video being able to be done on your phone and then also even just good cameras if stuff, if you want to go that route to make something that might be a little bit better on the quality, but it's so much easier and cheaper to do it. It's allowed everybody to be their own producer essentially, you know, versus having to, you know, hire a crew and do things, you know, like you used to. You know, like I say, I, I always wonder because you still get like big TV commercials and they're still doing all of that route and everything. But, you know, um, if you watch like, uh, you know, some of the car commercials, you know, watch them driving through the big cities and stuff. And it's like, wow, they got this whole city. And it's like literally a car with a green screen behind and stuff. I mean, yeah, like yeah, I don't, I would, yeah, I would argue that it's like the businesses that are kind of using more of like the video and using more of the more organic type of methods Mm -hmm. are the ones that are kind of landing better now because we're so used to like since covid like filming on our computers or filming on our phones like that's the media that we're so used to and we really enjoy whereas the ones that are like in the studio which cost Mm -hmm. a lot of money that's just and and i think that kind of piggybacks off of nicely is at this point like Qual- it's been quantity kind of over quality when, yeah. when it comes to TikTok and producing content. Like in the past, mm-hmm. it was always one 30 second advertisement and you played that on TV for a year and everyone yeah. know the words of this advertisement <laughs> yeah, right? of the year. <laughs> and it was really, really well done, but it was a lot of money. Whereas now it's all about like quantity, quantity, quantity. And so of course, like kind of the price goes down and the amount you put into like making each piece of content, but that's kind of how we've moved with short form video content, with content in general. Yeah, I think with, you know, like I say COVID and you ended up with, you know, obviously the rise of Zoom and everything, Every a lot more people, like say the technology got cheaper. So it got a lot easier to do for people. And then a lot of them got more comfortable being on camera all the time, you know, and doing, you know, such calls and stuff. And I'm like, I had a guy for the, um, that's gonna maybe be a guest on the podcast. And he's like, so do we do this in person? I'm like, are you kidding me? and i know for a fact i've been asked that before with my podcast i'm like i don't have the studio lights in the background (laughs) like to do an in-person one like 
And we're so used to this type of media. And I think comfortability has become a huge thing since COVID. Like before COVID, no one even knew what Zoom was. None of us did. But now we make so much video online and like the video has absolutely spiked. And that's why some of like, obviously I hop on calls, people and make that into video, but people have video. Like there's never been more video being produced. So even making that video that you already have into short form video content to better connect. Like I'm sure you know having a podcast, like the importance of making this long form video content and then taking pieces out and like yeah. spreading it across across socials. Cause that's sure. how like we really connect to people. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's gotten so much easier to do. So now businesses have this great opportunity if they're not already, you know, doing it. Um, to be able to create short form content. So, okay, so we get more authenticity because they're able to connect with people more directly and stuff, you know, so if you were to get, start doing this for yourself, like, what do you build around? Okay, you know, think of, um, you know, like, if you're going to create a connection, you're not just going to create a bunch of random videos and stuff and just, hey, I'm here. So how do, do you craft it into a story? Like you said, you know, you do interviews that can take it like an hour and you're going to be able to chop it up into multiple things. So what kind of videos should they be creating that can help them, you know, connect with an audience? Yeah, I think when it comes down to this, I think there's probably three main pillars that I like to follow when I'm making my content. I think one, the biggest thing is the hook like the first four or five, six seconds of your video, it really has to emphasize the point of the video in an interesting way that's going to connect with the clients and so, or connect with your customer, or connect with your target market, whoever that mm-hmm. is. So the first part of the video has to be super interesting, super to the point, and really catch their attention. With all content, if it's not entertaining or if it's not educating, then people don't care. They won't mm-hmm. listen to it. So I think it really comes down to that first five, six seconds, like make it dynamic, make some things happening, make the words really important. So I think that's huge. And I think after you have hooked down, just having like the piece of snackable content, making sure it's a really great topic that's interesting, um, that's really emphasizing kind of the main point of the video, whether that's like from a big webinar, webinar or something you're just seeing on the film, I think having that 60 seconds max be really mm-hmm. packed full like when i'm making my videos like anything that's 0.4 second word gap i take out like making sure there's no gaps and making sure it's kind of to the point to make sure it's educating entertaining and then lastly making sure that it's from the point of the view that like i said already authentic making yeah. sure that it's like in the point of view that you would care to listen to as a customer i think that's kind of the most important things when making your short form video content Okay, so if you're you're putting together the videos and stuff, what's the goal though? I mean, you know, so okay, I've got all this great content, I've got it snackable and stuff, and it's all. But what am I trying to do typically with that audience? You know, what's my end game besides okay, yeah, everybody now knows who I am and stuff, and and my company or whatever. I'm an expert, but am I yeah. driving them to landing pages? Am I you know? Tr- trying to build up, you know, the amount of views? Am I just focused on brand awareness? What yeah. are we trying to accomplish? Well, first of all, like overall umbrella, like it depends on the company. It depends on what you're trying to do with your short form video content. But along those lines, like when you're creating short form video content, you're trying to connect to consumers. There's really important numbers to, to hit. The numbers are 90% educating and entertaining your people that are watching the videos, 90% like giving information, like entertaining them in such a way. And only like maybe five to 10% actually talking about your product. 
So whatever your goal is, that's either driving it to a landing page or telling you about the service that you have, it's fine. Like you can talk about that and you can touch on that, like in your 10% of your content, but 90% of it has to just be giving something to your audience. If it's not, if it's, if you just start off the bat, this is what we do. No one really cares. The importance is, is when you're posting all the time and 90% of it is just interesting stuff that kind of places you more as a thought leader or kind of just giving some to your clients. Because then when they go to think about, oh, I really need a solution for this service, I need a solution for this product, they remember that sentence that you added to your video about the product that you're giving or that 10%, and that will land you the client. No one's going to land you the client from this first video they see. It's really just building up that uh, respect and building up that connection to your people. So I think whatever your goal is, have your goal, but kind of make sure that's kind of confined to 10% of your content versus always talking about it. Got it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. You know, because they say people, you know, it's always best to give it, you know, give away free information if you can, you know, to, because you're helping first, you know. Yeah. And I I think we've seen that a ton lately across the internet. Like in the past, we would like, everyone had courses or like everyone had courses that you come and join. Sure. And it's like the opposite now. Like you make courses, but you give them for free in order to have like this really good, like, base this community of people that follow you for your knowledge or follow Mm -hmm. you for what you're doing follow you for what your company's doing and then when it comes to wanting to actually sell a product or something you already have this group and so whether that's creating short for content or creating courses for free like give for free and you'll build up that community people who really trust you and want to buy whatever you're making okay so you mentioned something like say the amount of content you need you know, and now you, when you do something, you know, you do an interview with someone for an hour and then you're going to, you, you know, I, th- I saw on your website, it's like, you know, give me an hour and I'll give you a month's worth of content or something, you know? So how much content is that, you know, that we're talking, you know, how many videos and whatnot is can you consider? And then if you're doing this as a long-term strategy, you know, like, you know, if you're giving away 90%, so that, you know, 10% is really about, you know, like what you do or what you're trying to make money off of. How long do you need to be doing this before you start to see traction and a return on your investment? Yeah. So when it comes to what I do, the, the hour call usually converts to 12 to 20 questions. So it's kind of an array, however many you want to do. And so I can be posted across the month or even into like text-based stuff, but mostly short form video content. So that that's how that works. Okay. When it comes to seeing return on how the videos go such such a crazy variety of return like you could put out your first video and i've seen clients like have someone reach out to them and be like hey this is cool like can you tell me more about it or it can be a, a month like you know short form video content it's just so all over the place when it comes to how fast it lands mm-hmm. but at the end of the day whoever puts out the most content whoever puts out the most meaningful content whoever puts out the best content will get connected to people versus those who aren't Hmm. The people who aren't creating the content, who aren't getting the voices out, are not the ones reaching the customers, are not the ones reaching the clients. But if you are putting content out, you will start to reach. And so I think it's not really a question of like how often, but more eventually you will. Yeah, it makes sense. And then so let's talk about, you know, from a promotional standpoint, the the videos and stuff that you're, you know, putting together are you looking for organic reach on these videos? Are you, you know, encouraging that, you know, people put money behind them at least to get traction? Cause what if you don't have much of an audience to begin with? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely can promote the videos across platforms. So I think just 
when it comes to TikTok and LinkedIn, I think the best way to kind of promote your reach is through commenting. I think commenting is a huge thing. So if you don't already have a followers and stuff, I think there's like, there's really good numbers about like for every post that you post, having like 15 comments out there or 10 comments out there. And so people who obviously I've done ghostwriting for people, I've done commenting ghostwriting on top of it. But I think if you want to extend your reach and LinkedIn's like come out and said that this is so important, but commenting is super important to kind of extend your reach. So people are looking at your profile, it kind of drives back to whatever you're posting. And especially when it comes to LinkedIn, like if you're commenting on a post, you go to comment, like you look into your notifications, you can see like so-and-so just commented on a post that you commented on. So you can Mm -hmm. imagine like if you're commenting on posts, like these things are coming directly to people's inboxes of notifications. So I think when it comes to reach, if you want to take it to the next level, I think taking your commenting game seriously is like where it's at. Yeah, and like I say, so you can do it organically, but you're going to have to spend some time doing it. You've got to get involved with other, you know, other people and stuff. You know, LinkedIn, of course, if you've got a ton of connections, you know, and you're paying attention to them, you know, especially if, if like it's notification system, you know, things that you might comment on uh, that are interesting to you and stuff based on what other people are doing. You know, that totally makes sense. You know, to be able to, you know, build up reach and whatnot uh, is. I'm just kind of curious, like commenting versus liking and you know sharing and stuff yeah is has have you seen anything specific to linkedin that has said hey one is better than the other commenting is definitely the best like by far versus posting uh i think it kind of is the ability to open up conversations with other people which is just another way to kind of connect and make like relationships like i've made relationships across linkedin just through like commenting links and commenting feeds i think commenting is really important for that to kind of keep conversations going and then commenting too, like it kind of creates new ideas, even for my own content. Like I'll start mm-hmm. commenting, like this is a good topic to kind of talk more about, create a separate post about, and then kind of create a commenting chain. So I think commenting, especially like a meaningful thought is super interesting versus like liking and just like reposting without uh, making it its own post, its own thought is not quite as impactful um, in general. It does get you out a little bit more versus doing nothing, but I would always recommend just giving a quick thought. It doesn't have to take much time. I feel like if you can read a post, in a minute and comment in 30 seconds, you know, yeah. it doesn't take that much time. There's a, you know, with if you're going to do this kind of stuff, you know, you're going to need some tools and there's a, a large number of tools that can, you know, you can possibly use to cut up videos and stuff. If you're going to do something longer and whatnot, do you have like recommended um, tools that business owners could be using to be able to put this, you know, so like if you did it yourself, what would it take? I mean, in your case, you know, of course, now you don't want to do it yourself here. I can help you with it. But, but the thing is, is you're going to provide structure to this, you know, yeah. to this. So I always talk about the tools that I use. I've never okay. like never gatekeep them. I'm always okay. like, if you want to use the tools, use the tools. But I think, so I also have an AI podcast. I talk about all about AI, a lot about AI tools. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always on top of like what's going on and like AI tools, especially when it comes to video software. And in the past, like before these tools really came out, I did use like Adobe Adobe Premiere Pro and things mm-hmm. like that, which takes so yes. much time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you want to do a video, like an editing, like a short video took forever. And so now there's like all these exciting AI tools that have come out to make video, soft, video software, like editing easier. Mm-hmm. I still believe that video editing is still proportional to the time you put in. So if yeah. you want a really high quality video, 
you still have to put some time into the video editing, even if you're using an AI software. It's yeah. not the point yet where you can just throw in a long form video content and have it come out perfect. But there are tools that are, you throw it in and it comes out decent if that's all, all you have the time for. I currently use Descript and Picturey. Uh, these, I think these are great tools where you bring in your long form video content and you can press one or two buttons and all the filler words go away. So all the ums and ahs, all the world gaps go away. Mm -hmm. So I think these are like, huge like when it comes to comparing to like adobe premiere pro yeah. you can do those on your own so i think that's a really great example and then being able to kind of make short form video content on these is great i would always recommend descript and pictori for these type of things then when it comes to like less even less time putting in there's things like opus pro um that's another ai tool that's like you can put in you can even pull like long form video content from youtube like interesting yeah. podcasts or longer videos it makes into like shorter sort of things you can put on TikTok, you can put on YouTube, you can put on Instagram. And those are like literally zero time and it gives you outputs, which aren't mm. great, but they're outputs if you need yeah. to post something and you have zero time. So there's kind of an array right now. I think maybe in the next couple of years, they'll get better. I think AI still doesn't quite understand what makes humans <laughs> yeah. love content and really connect to content it just kind of pulls words and makes a video it doesn't really like be like this is what makes humans enjoy short video content <laughs> yeah <laughs> it doesn't do that it's still very like technology based and so i think once it can kind of understand the sentiment of what makes a content piece powerful then maybe those will be better which is really hard to do uh so we'll see how those goes but i still think some of the tools that are coming out here is 10 times faster than using like premiere pro yeah yeah, it's definitely faster than that. It is amazing with the number of AI tools that you know have been coming out. How how quick you can do things and how much better you can actually do it. Um, you know, short form. So, what is? Do you have a recommended length of time that seems to get the most amount of traction? You know, because short form could be, hey, I want thirty seconds, or hey, I want five. You know, so is there a sweet spot that you've seen? Yeah, yeah. I think it all depends. It was funny. I was kind of looking into the history of short form video content the other day and it started with Vine, like six seconds, yeah, and then it that. moved to like a minute. And then now, uh, LinkedIn, you, sorry, TikTok, you can post up to 10 minutes. And so there is a very big What's variety. short about that? <laughs> That's not short form anything. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So I think there's kind of a, a variety. But when it comes down to like the ideal amount of time that people can want to pay attention to a video, like I mentioned earlier, hook, five seconds, really important. But yeah. the rest of the video, I usually shoot for like 60 seconds, maybe a minute 15, minute 20. I think that's kind of like the best amount of time to kind of, and in enough time too, if you're going to have one topic in your video, which I would recommend, that's enough time to like give your hook, give what it's about, give the five takeaways, the three takeaways, and kind of conclude on a powerful note. And then if they want to watch more, they can go to your profile or they can go to your website or they can watch the full podcast. Mm. Uh, I think that minute yeah. to minute 30 is probably the sweet spot. Yeah, I've seen everything on YouTube it seems to be like 30 seconds or less. You know, they're yeah. really short. They do a lot of clips that people will take and chop up from, you know, TV shows and, you know, other things, you know, or news, you know, pieces or whatever it might be. So, yeah. you know, like I say it's. If it's too, you know, it's short form for a reason, and you know, and, and anything too long, you're going to lose their attention span. Yeah. You know, how do so if you're a brand and you want to start turning this into, uh, you know, crafting a story, you know, over time, 
you know, because they say, you know, uh, some of the best stuff is that you can really build it out, you know, and I say you've got a lot of smaller snippets, but a brand can really make an impact with it and you start to recognize it, I guess, you know, I say, uh, it's kind of like, you know, if you go back to like TV commercials and stuff and you say, you know, like everybody knows who's, you know, who Flo is, right. You know, and, and who she works for. Yeah. Um, but so if you're building out stories like that, so you can kind of build your brand around something is, you know, what's going to be some of the best things you can do to, you know, get traction that way. Yeah. I think uh, kind of having a plan, you're going to create like a story, like people who are writing books aren't just writing on the fly and then hoping it kind of comes out at the end. Mm -hmm. So kind of having like a plan and having scripts and having things before you make the videos of like, here's like the personality that we want to create as a business. Like it's been really cool, like seeing different businesses across TikTok and how they've become almost like personalities. And so, and it's not, that's just not done by accident. Like they obviously have a plan. They obviously had it like right now about how they want to kind of move forward with their short form video content. And so always have a plan before I hop on any calls with, with the founders and execs I work with, like we have like the person we're trying to connect with, like who are their target target audience? Who do we want these videos to kind of connect with? And that's all in the planning and all of our questions line up with that. So all of the videos that we create connect back to the plan. So I think Mm -hmm. when creating a story, creating like the flow from progressive, there's always kind of a plan with, what's our story, what's our personality, and how does it relate to kind of the end customer and kind of going from there? Yeah, so, you know, you can end up crafting stories, but yeah, you've got to start first, you know, talk to, you know, what does the customer look like? Who are we trying to reach and everything? And then, you know, you plan it out over time and say, okay, you know, you mentioned earlier doing like 15 or 20 spots, you know, that you would get as worth as far as content out of an hour, you know, with someone, and that's what you're going to have for the whole month, you know, in which case, you know, multiply that over the course of a year, you could be talking a couple of hundred spots. And if you're going to build a storyline for it, you're going to want to have that in mind. And it's not that you got to figure out 240 spots, 20 a month or something. No, you just got to figure out what does that hour look like? And what are you going to be chopping it up into? You know, and then the next month, if you continue the storyline, you know, you can do that, but it's going to, you know, there's going to be changes. So it's kind of like, uh, a dozen episodes, you know, and then split up like 20 ways. Yeah. You know, so each is a, you know, each month is a season. Yeah. You know, and the storyline could change a little bit, but the characters are still there. Yeah. And I think that really like people like to connect and relate back to a certain person. I think that's why we've had influencers and that's why we have like TV shows and TV stars that we go watch all the time. I think it's a really good point, like kind of building up like, the personality and the, the, the person that people come back and watch, yeah. you know, we don't just go and watch a million different people across social media. It's like, we have our favorite people that we go and see. And I think it is done through crafting. It doesn't have to, it can be more like authentic, like your actual personality, which is better for the long term versus like staging it. But yeah. you have your personality, you have your character, you have your goal and mm-hmm. people will come back and start watching that. Especially if you become really, um, uh, if you're doing it for a long different time. Do you think it should be the typically like the CEO, the founder or whatever of the company? Or can you, you know, is that like usually the best route to go for who's going to be central to that storyline? Or is it, you know, can you use 
I say, if, you know, actors, characters, or anything that you've done. And, you know, I think of, you know, if you go back to, let's say, using a TV example again, but like car commercials and stuff and how you'd have the same spokesperson, you know, instead of necessarily the owner of that dealership or whatnot, you know, is there, yeah. is it, is there a better route to go or does it just depend? It all depends. I mean, we've done, we've done where we have, we work with like the CEO one month, the CFO the next month, mm -hmm. like the CIO the next month. So we've done it where we've kind of worked with everyone across the company to kind of build up everyone's social medias. So we've done it that way. Oh, okay. We've done it where it's just the CEO every month. They want to be talking about a product. They could be the business development dude because that's the person that wants to talk about the product and kind of get out there and talk to people. So it really doesn't matter. I think it's always interesting. Uh, I feel like I've seen videos, especially over the past couple of months of just CEOs talk about their product in a very organic way. I feel like mm -hmm. that just connects me really well. You always see like, I think it's Ryan Reynolds because he has like Mint yeah. Mobile and things like that. Like yeah. sometimes it's just, just getting from the point of view of the person who created the product and the reason why they created the product is always mm -hmm. super interesting. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think it's like we've seen actors, right. we've seen characters and stuff, but I think it is pretty special. Like that's why I've kind of connected with the CEOs and executive companies. That mm -hmm. They're the ones that yeah. know the product. They're the ones that have the... The passion for it. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. The passion, the passion yeah. and, and kind of the reason why they built the product and who they're trying to connect with. So that's why I always gone for those type of personnel yeah. and even different people across the team because they all have different knowledge backgrounds. Maybe the CEO mm -hmm. is maybe more of a marketing type background where like the, C the CTO actually understands how the technology is built and they can right. talk about how it's built in a way that kind of connects with the client. So it all just depends. I think it depends on the company, depends on even the medium of where the content's coming out on. Yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds has an unfair advantage over everybody else, but you know, he's <laughs> not everyone's Ryan Reynolds. I know their content. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's, he sold mint mobile and then he's also got, um, was it, uh, a vodka brand, I think it is, you know, or gin. What, what, no, it's like, gin. Yeah. What major celebrity doesn't have an alcohol brand now, though? Yeah, I know, right? They're all, they all do. You know, either they you know have one or they've sold one. You know, I know yeah. George Clooney sold his, I believe. That was yeah. kind of been the biggest thing over the past year or two is like alcohol brands. Like everyone's yeah. creating alcohol brands. And there has been every other like product mm -hmm. and stuff, but I feel like alcohol's kind of been big. In the yeah, past and years. it's all either uh, gin. Um, in the case of Reynolds. Or tequila or tequila. vodka. Yeah, yeah. tequila has been really big, of course, you know. So, yeah, it's amazing. But, you know, so, you know, the owners and founders and whatnot and CEOs, you know, and other people within the organizations can become sort of the face of the business through the, you know, these types of videos and whatnot and then craft the story, you know, of whatever it is you're going to, you know, want to get across. 90% of it should be, you know, what we're saying to people, you know, like you're giving information, you're helping, you know, and then 10% is, you know, hey, you know, check out, you know, whatever, whatever it is we're actually offering and such. So you're trying to provide value, you know, without necessarily asking for anything in return. And then you're going to, over time, you're going to do a lot of content though doing this, but you can do it in such a way that, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be all time consuming because you could do an hour and get a ton, you know, 20 videos you know, for it and be done for the, you know, rest of the month. Right. So I kind yeah. of sum everything up. Is there nail, any other nail on the head? Yeah. So is there any other key points that you would add to it um, to, you know, that might've been missed? Yeah. I think one big point that I always talk about with people I work with is that these people aren't like video content creator creators. 
They mm-hmm. have built awesome companies. Yeah. And so I think sometimes when they get on camera, they're like, like do what, what I can say even matters. And I think yeah. when it comes down to that, like just start creating, like just start making videos, start putting them out there because you know your industry, like the back of your hand better mm-hmm. than anyone else knows. Yeah. And so I think kind of just uh, shamelessly making content and getting out there mm-hmm. will always wreak more benefits than not. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Um, Lindsay, how would people get a hold of you when they want an expert? You know, because there's not a lot of people that do things the way you do it. Yeah, you can find me on my LinkedIn. It's like, I'm sure you'll put it in the in the comments below. Yeah. I think LinkedIn's probably the best way to reach me. All right. Do you have a website or anything you want to put out there? I do. It's we- cred.marketing, the yeah. name of the company. Okay. So this has been great. Um, my name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. We've been talking short form video. Uh, there's tons of uses that you can you know, uh, apply it to your business and such. And it really doesn't take a huge investment, either money wise from a technology standpoint or time wise, because you can you can create a lot of content in a short amount of time. Um, and we hope you enjoyed the episode and thank you for joining us. Thanks.